1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite news show on the Red Pill Project. Morning, Coffee with Vince and Andrea. My name is Vince Tagliavia. I'm here with my co-host, Andrea Kreft. This is a little show where we are live with you every Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, where Andrea and I get our asses up look through the news read all these articles and we bring them to you so that you don't have to sift through the hundreds and hundreds of fake news media stories and all of that on your monday morning and you can get right to business so we have all of our stuff in front of us we hope you have your quappy ready we do and uh we're gonna jump into it here in a moment but first let's say good morning to andrea hi andrea good morning
2: good morning how's
1: it going i'm doing okay you know it's All monday right. it's it monday. monday it's still wonderland here but uh yeah, here you know other than We're that not too shabby
2: nice well we shall see how the week progresses and hopefully it gets better but you never know so things seem to be upside down <laughs> bees are fish and
3: you know. <laughs> true
1: bees are fish men are women what else yeah
2: right <laughs> It's crazy world we live in.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and of course, Mondays are always kind of a heavy day for news because you have Friday evening, Saturday, Sunday, where things just keep happening. You know, we just want to relax and enjoy our weekends. Unfortunately, the ball never stops rolling, so we have a lot to go over. Um, I see everybody filtering into the chats here saying good morning. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this morning. Please gently tap those Rumble Plus signs if you're over there on Rumble. We appreciate that. And, of course, uh, just so you know, you could leave comments on the Rumble video, too. We do look at those, and we appreciate that. It looks like Josh even's tuned in. Hey, Josh, how you doing? Good
2: morning, Josh
1: 08. Are you sure it's Josh uh or is it me? Oh, it's
2: me. It's me. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Oh,
2: Good morning. Well, am <laughs> um,
1: Of course, we have our fox holders tuning in over there. Kaori, hi, good morning. All right. Well, I guess, you know, let's just jump right into it. What do you say?
2: Let's do this.
1: All right. Let's go. Do A little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little yeah. bit of this and that. All right. Let's see here. Uh, we're going to start with some finance and it's kind of sprinkled later on as well, but, uh, just, I wanted to look at a couple things here. The stock market's up today. Uh, S and P, the Dow, the NASDAQ, they're all up. Uh, not, not anything crazy. S and P 500 is up 0.67%. Dow is up 0.29%. NASDAQ is up 0.87%. It was up much more earlier this morning, but it's kind of finding a new point here, a little bit lower, um, crude oil is at 117 dollars and 80 cents i think over the weekend it hit 120. let's pull that up real quick uh let's look at the five day chart here yeah it um yeah it was at 120 all weekend and now it's just starting to drop off a little bit
2: that's because people are going back to work
1: <laughs> i don't know i don't I, think so I
2: did, I th- you know what i've noticed this throughout just many years of observation and driving yeah, is that once you hit, once school gets out, right, um, and people start traveling more, they ha- where do they, when do they travel on the weekends, and so the gas prices go up on the weekends, and then they go back down on Monday, because people are going back to work.
1: Yeah, I think that's just kind of, you it's know, pretty some...
2: standard. It's been, they, I mean, this isn't something that's new. Like this yeah. has been going on for. 20 30 years i've been driving for a long time and this is
3: something i've always noticed
2: yeah and it's usually, typically in the summer
1: yeah and someone can argue oh that's just because there's more demand they up the prices but then think about it they're not running out of most places aren't running out of oil at least in previous years so it's right. not necessarily supply and demand yes there's a higher demand but the supply's there right
2: they just make more money on the weekend
1: they gouge the shit out of you is what it is yeah. i mm-hmm. think in my opinion yeah so, i would agree with that definitely happens
2: So it's not surprising that it went up to 120 over the weekend and now it's falling back down. I really don't think that has anything to do with the economy. I think it does. does.
1: I don't think it has. I don't think we see it quite like, I don't think it's quite as, I think it's more of like a macro Mm -hmm. situation with the crude oil price on paper here. Yeah. Not necessarily like a lot of people bought gas today. I don't think it's like that. I think it is driven more by policy and big picture stuff.
2: It is, definitely. Yeah. But when I see it goes up on Friday and comes back down on Monday... <laughs> because...
1: No, I don't think it's a weekend thing, because it doesn't happen every weekend like that. You know what I mean?
2: I don't know. It'll be interesting to kind of see what it does this year.
1: Oh, it's going to be scary. Um, yeah. There's an interesting article here that's totally bullshit. They said... Uh, basically they're like uh i can't even find it anymore it's because they constantly update their page but basically this article headlines like stocks are up after a week of losses so last week we ended up ending in the red after that all that we landed in the red still we had one week of green and then back to the red so the article headline said uh you know investors are, have a positive outlook as they expect less inflation and stocks open up green today. It's like less inflation. What the less inflation by the half percentage fucking rate hikes that we're getting and that we're expecting here in the near future too. Get out of here. That okay? Yes, less technically less inflation. Technically, still a shitload of inflation. All right, we're right. fucked. Get out of here with your fake news articles, Yahoo, and not yeah, this, cool it's and just it's oh everybody. It God.
2: is. It, it's all of them. It really is just everybody.
1: They're like things are perfect, things are good, less inflation. You know, I want to fact check that. Right. <laughs> it's, it's partially true, <laughs> at,
2: at best. <laughs> <laughs> it's misleading. <Right? laughs> it's very misleading because, you know, it's not your it's not your high dollar, um, like financial institutions, investment firms, stuff like that that. Are uh, they know exactly what the market's going to do, and a lot of it is they're driving the market. What they're trying to do with their propaganda is get the everyday investor to keep their money in the market and keep that money flowing into the market if, with your retirement funds and your investment funds. And
1: yeah, they just want to um, take advantage of us.
2: Yeah, they want to steal your wealth. That's what their that's what their goal is.
1: Yep, they want us poor, hungry. Stupid and, and sick.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, interestingly, over there, across the ocean, in Hong Kong... Uh, oh, what the hell? You
2: continue.
1: Okay. No, I don't want to continue. Uh, ATM, online banking services in Hong Kong, resumed for millions of HSBC, Hang Seng customers after brief disruption. They mm-hmm. could not access their money... Customers saved banking apps out of service at 11 a.m. on Sunday, while others had reported mixed success withdrawing cash from ATMs. Online banking services and ATMs provided by HSBC and its subsidiary Hang Seng Bank broke down for several hours on Sunday, leaving millions of customers in Hong Kong unable to access their accounts. Was this a hack? I have no idea. But it is interesting. Millions of people locked out of their accounts for a period of time. It's just something I wanted to put on our radar because mm-hmm. I think we'll be seeing more of this type of pattern. Yeah, well,
2: especially as social credit scores get rolled out, right?
1: Yep. No bank for you. You say mm-hmm. wrong thing. Okay. I guess that's probably insane. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, whatever. Okay. Cancel me. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, moving on. Let's jump into I US. I you I'm to cancel you. So
2: this one, I'm not going to read the article, but um, there is a documentary that is coming out today. I think it is going to be exclusive to the Gateway Pundit is what it seems. The truth about January 6th. Um, it is narrated by political prisoner Jake Lang from Inside Solitary Confinement. It is a must-watch, it says. So, for any of you who are interested in watching this documentary, I thought I would just bring it to your attention and let you know you can find it on the Gateway Pundit. Um, or maybe look to the Gateway Pundit and find out where you can find it at. My guess is beyond rumble and stuff like that.
1: So. Mm-hmm. And with That's our... Real. When things like this break and come out, we usually um, keep our eye close and... Uh, mm-hmm. at times we even share it on our after chats and, um, day chat, zoom chats on their social red pill. Yeah. We have a zoom room that's open 24 seven. So once in a while, Nate will be like, Hey, let's watch this. Who wants to watch it? Let's get on there. Whatever. It's midday, but let's get on. Let's watch it. You know, people will tune in from work. People will tune in and we'll all sit there and watch something like this. I don't, yeah. Maybe we can organize something like that when this, when this happens, um, for,
2: um, for one of these nights, maybe this week or something, we can find where it's streaming at. And
1: yeah, one of these nights like, or one of these one of these days.
2: It'd be nice to do it as an after chat, so like after the daily dose. That way, more people can see it. Yeah. So we'll see. But if what it's we
1: Tuesday, if it's Tuesday, though, I don't want to take away from the Q and A. No,
2: we won't so, do it on Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll either be probably most likely Wednesday or after,
1: or the weekend. Days are so yeah, busy. All right, better late than never, Darren. Welcome to the party. Good morning. Good morning. Let's let's see what else we got, Andrea. All right. That certainly is something we need to watch for. Interesting. I hope yeah. it's good. Well, it's probably you know not, not no there's not going to be any good. News. Nothing
2: is good about it, but you know, informative.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope a lot of people see it. Um, yeah. One step closer. Elon Musk's Twitter takeover clears federal antitrust review. Making progress here on Friday, Elon Musk moved one step closer to completing his $44 billion acquisition of Twitter after a highly publicized takeover deal officially cleared the federal regulatory waiting period under the Hart Scott Rodino Antitrust Improvements Act of 1976. So, so
2: this is just one more step in that process of him actually finalizing his purchase of Twitter.
1: Yeah, says, says, quote, the HSR requires companies to give advance notice of transactions above a certain threshold to the Federal Trade Commission and Department of Justice. The agencies have 30 days from the notification to pursue an initial investigation of the transaction to determine whether additional information is needed to assess its legality. Neither agency requested additional information. So tr- we're moving on and we'll see where this goes. Certainly an interesting uh, acquisition here considering the information warfare we're seeing
2: for
1: sure elon musk is completely fresh out of fucks did you see this
2: (laughs) i did (laughs) there was a (laughs) meme going around i don't know if we've got it in here or not
1: but i don't think so yeah
2: was asking why leaking the doj won't spill epstein client list doesn't that seem odd and then (laughs) i think it was uh the meme was something we won't see in our, our lifetime. One of them was dinosaurs, one was unicorns, and the other was the Epstein or Ghislaine Maxwell client <laughs> list. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, insanity. So he was tweeting out all of this stuff and bringing to light, you know, why isn't this coming out? Isn't that weird, guys? Dude. You know what he's
2: also bringing to everybody's attention? What? Is how much he loves humanity.
1: Yeah. Apparently. He's like
2: we he goes we need to grow humanity. He gets like I love humanity and there needs to be more people on this earth.
1: We need to celebrate having children.
2: Yeah. And so I thought that was really interesting. Um
1: and then Biden Laura. snapped back at him this weekend.
2: I saw that I didn't see what he said though. He said
1: uh good luck. Good luck on the moon Elon
2: good look on the moon. <laughs> <And> Elon Musk
1: <laughs> responded like, thanks, you know, or like thumbs up, or like something on Twitter. Sure,
2: he's just something else. It's
1: like, really? You're gonna be a dick to somebody that's trying to apparently do good for the world? Like, well, that's
2: because it goes counter counterproductive to what Joe Biden's trying to do, which right. is, you know, set the earth on fire.
1: <laughs> so true. Yep. It's like... Oh, my God. Scary. Whenever I hear something like that from the Biden crime family, I think, like, is that some kind of weird veiled threat that isn't actually a threat directly? Like, an indirect threat? Like, kind of like a mafia thing. Like,
2: Yeah, that's what it kind of seems like, huh? Because yeah. I think Joe Biden's kind of that, you know, within that era and um, definitely has that kind of vibe to him. And sure. it's fucked
1: up, too. I think Elon's in an interesting position. I don't know how much he actually is involved with all this ESG and the green bullshit, but he does have, you know, the largest electric car company in the world and things like this. Right. I think it's in the world. I I think
2: that whatever he's doing, regardless of how we feel about it, I think he feels like he's got humanity's best interests in mind.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, I think it's an interesting position that he's taken being kind of in the position he is where he's obviously countering communism and shit Whilst also playing their game, yeah, better than them.
2: That's kind of what you have to do, though, right? In order, if you can't beat them, join yeah. them. But and I maybe don't know, joining them, you beat them.
1: Yeah, I think he's like, I don't know, he's a weird one. It's hard to figure out what the hell he's actually doing. But uh, real quick, Black Jester, thank you for donat- donating three lemons and mz airy thank you for following us that's so great i hope you enjoy the show and we have a lot more so tune in we have a lot of programs i hope you enjoy it um so we'll keep our eye on elon he's he's a anomaly
2: interesting (laughs) feller for
1: sure all right uh andrea you want to take it away with uh
2: sure i i don't know what's going on with this but i'll tell you Strong and fearless. Trump endorses minority leader Kevin McCarthy despite booze at Wyoming rally. I don't know what the hell Trump is thinking and what he's doing, but between Vernon Jones and Dr. Oz and Kevin McCarthy, I'm getting to a point where I'm like, look, if all you're going to do is endorse rhinos, I have no interest. Your endorsements mean nothing to me. Yeah. So this, it really makes me question because. Here's the thing is that people look at Trump as if he's some kind of God
1: and Some they people worship
2: him. There are some people.
1: Like and, some people will be like, well, there must be, you know, this is, uh. yeah, anything he stopping, does that he gets support from some people.
2: I don't, I honestly don't think that we should even allow endorsements. And the reason is, is that it stops people from thinking for themselves because people are literally, they're like, who did Trump endorse? That's who I'm voting for.
1: Right, it's like do voting down. Research. Same as voting down the party line. It's like exactly. Hello, you know, I was.
2: I got my. So it, it, here in Montana, you can do mail in ballots. I switched it to do voting in person, but I don't think they got it in time. So I got my ballot in the mail, <clears throat> and of course, it's just a primary. So I'm not me personally as concerned. I know this sounds terrible about the primaries because, um, you know, it, it's. Just who's going to be on the ballot,
3: right?
2: Uh-huh. Um, the problem is, is that people here in Montana pretty much vote down party lines. So I can pretty much tell you by looking at the ballots, like who's going to win their primary. Because it's the people that are currently in office and people just vote down party lines and they're like, oh, well, you know, they're in there. They're doing a good job. They're Republican. I'm voting for them. Or they're in there and they're a Democrat and they're doing what I want. So I'm going to vote for them.
1: Yeah, there's no really organization amongst the people of maybe strategies or ways that we actually should vote. You don't see people voting in an independent. You don't see just some random Joe Schmo getting Mm -hmm. in there, you know?
2: Yeah, well, so there was one guy when I was looking at this this real quick story. Um, There's an indian guy i think he's on the council native council and he's running he's never ran for political office before he's like look i love this country and i want to see positive changes and our politicians are not doing their job he's running as a republican um and so i started looking into him because i was looking into all the candidates Mm -hmm. and i i absolutely there was like one or two things that i didn't necessarily agree with him on right but there were things that I don't think he'd have much luck accomplishing anyway, so to me it wasn't a big deal. But I absolutely loved what he stood for and what he was saying and his policies that he wants to put in place.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He has zero chance of winning, zero of winning a primary. Pretty as much. much as I would, probably. You know, and I could vote for him. But the problem is, is that you know who else took the him. time out
1: of the day to figure out who the hell he is?
2: Right, exactly. They're going to go. Oh, it's you like,
1: know, I don't People recognize that gonna... name. I recognize these names. I'm going to vote for them, and they were in my power. Hardy. Yeah, it's just I yeah. Think yeah that's they're not going to
2: vote for Charles Walking Bear over Matt Rosendale, who currently holds that position. You know, yeah, it's I, th- like, and I think, I, it's... I, I don't know that that's necessarily the order it was. <laughs> I think it was a different position. But... I think
1: it's like that in every state too. So.
2: It is. It's, and that's the unfortunate problem. part about it. And until people wake up and realize, "Hey, maybe I should start actually looking into these people, nothing's going to change."
1: No, and plus it's all stolen anyway. This is huge. This is so bad. Yeah. We and are sad, so because I would
2: love to I would love to see somebody like him in. But mm-hmm. then Trump comes out and does stupid shit like this.
1: I don't get it. And
2: man. when when Kevin McCarthy was literally a couple of weeks ago talking about putting the doing the 25th amendment on president trump before his term was even over but it was going to take too long so they just you know didn't do that
1: like, i wonder if trump is just they're trying to destroy his credibility by having him make decisions under duress i don't, I don't know, know
2: what is going on but i'm like the more that i see don't seen, get me wrong
1: i love I, trump i think he's a great guy but this kind of stuff really it's hard to
2: i, I think he was a great president yeah. I think he made mistakes and I think he did things that were really great. Um, but I don't, I'm not going to put my faith all in one man. I'm just not going to do it. So, moving on. Alright. Sorry,
1: I didn't plan on spending that much Rhino time. alert. It's okay. Vernon Jones oh, says, yeah. straight white males are the most discriminated group in the U.S. and they deserve their own Pride Month. Wrong. Okay, Vernon.
2: So I do think I do agree that they are probably at this point in period in history the most discriminated group, but no, we don't need a new Pride Month for straight white males. What we need is to stop these Pride Months for different groups and stop putting people in boxes.
1: Yeah, it really is count. It's counterproductive. It's just yeah, it he's trolling. He's trying to be popular. It
2: promulgates more hate. Yeah. Be You know what? Be okay, you want pride month? Here. Be proud of who you are and celebrate that every month, every day of every month.
1: Yeah, I have my pride flag flag up all year round and it's the fucking American flag, all right? <laughs> pride year. Stop pride, with the bullshit. Be proud of
2: who you are. <laughs> if you're if you're proud of who you are and you're confident in yourself, it's going to show. The people who need pride parades are the people who have no faith in themselves. They question their own belief systems and they need somebody to prop them up because they can't stand on their own moral compass.
1: Maybe. Uh, What?
2: Seriously. I I don't know. It's just
1: I think it's, yeah, I think there's a lot to it. I think it's quite silly myself.
2: We don't need pride months for everybody. No.
1: (laughs) I agree. Stupid. And Vernon Jones is a freaking clown.
2: Well, yeah, but he was endorsed by Trump, so... You he know, was endorsed by Trump. People
1: rushed out to vote for him. Vernon Jones. I I don't know. There's a lot of shady allegations about that guy. Yeah,
2: he, he's a Democrat.
1: Yeah. Um, investigation reopened into mysterious death of Clinton advisor Le- linked to Jeffrey Epstein, uh, who was this, uh, this uh, death... Okay, this guy was found hanging from a tree with a shotgun blast to the chest. Another.
2: So it was originally, get this, it was originally labeled or ruled a suicide. He's hanging from a tree with an electrical cord around his neck and his shotgun blast. I'm like, how do you hang yourself and shoot yourself in the chest with a shotgun? Like, seriously, it was really, it was seriously ruled a suicide. But now they've opened Mark, it up, but nobody's saying anything. Because, go figure, it's actually a homicide.
1: <laughs> of course. Mark Middleton, Bill Clinton's special advisor from Little Rock, Arkansas, who connected the former president to deceased pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, died at the age of 59 in early May. Another another Clinton suicide. Yeah. What did he know? Probably everything.
2: Oh, I'm sure.
1: Wow. Onward. not that the
2: clintons will be held responsible for any of this but. right at least they've opened up the investigation i guess
1: yeah get ready for this is lauren Boebert. um 250 plus big donors are telling republican senators to back pelosi's gun control bills get ready they want the guns and they are pushing for it with their dollars This is part of our corrupt system, where they throw money at whatever they want to pass, and it's highly effective. If you haven't noticed, we are becoming more communist day by day. We're keeping our guns. All right. Yep. This was weird, Andrea. I don't know if you saw this next one here. I kind of threw it in last minute.
2: Oh. (laughs) Oh. interesting
1: no you want to tell me about it yeah I'll tell you all about it so a retired cop is arrested outside the Capitol with a BB gun high capacity magazines ammo body armor and a fake badge saying he's from the department of the Interpol Jeremy Felipe 53 a retired cop from New York was arrested at 5 a.m. on Friday he had a fake badge with department of the Interpol printed on it the former lawman also had a BB gun High capacity magazines and ammo. A BB gun.
2: A high capacity magazine for a BB gun. Yeah. Felipe gave police permission (laughs) to search
1: his Dodge after parking near the Capitol. Okay. Here's. Let's say he
2: had more than just a BB gun with him.
1: Yeah, he had a bunch of stuff. He was (laughs) from Michigan. It's just weird. This is just. I'm telling you, I, I think.
2: So weird. I think one of two things ha- are happening. Either the CIA and the FBI and all of those three-letter alphabet agencies are really going hardcore on this whole MK Ultra or some program mm-hmm. like it. Or, you know, have you thought about the possibility that with all of these mass shootings that they're having,
1: mm. that
2: it's some kind of ritualistic yeah. thing that they're using to promulgate dark or black magic against yes. Him? Yes, and that this is what, some of what we're seeing as a result of that.
1: Could be. Um, it's also yeah, it's psychological too. It's there's bigger thing, but look at this. I thought this was weird. This freaking his really BB weird. gun is a hand. It's a pistol style. It has yeah. a freaking orange tip on it.
2: It. Okay, so usually with the orange tips, it indicates that it's a toy, right? Yeah. That's how they distinguish that it's a toy. So is it a BB gun? Or is it, like, an airsoft gun? Because usually, and I think you can buy, I'm not sure.
1: They called it a BB gun. Maybe it's poor journalism, technicality, Well,
2: but... so an airsoft gun is a plastic BB.
1: Okay. Well, it looks like it's probably an airsoft gun. But BB- with the orange tip,
2: that indicates that it's not a, an actual firearm. Yeah. Unless he painted it orange, which, I mean, who
1: knows? Yeah. Uh... It's just weird, man. This is not your typical crime at all. No, it's weird. And what's with the whole backpack full of files? (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good point. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't mention that. What's in there?
3: I wonder if
2: that's. I wonder if he's got information on Bill and Hillary in there. (laughs) Oh my gosh! They were like, we don't know what to make of this, so we're not going to put it included in the article.
1: (laughs) Holy smokes!
2: You know, he's. It's funny because so he's got magazines here, and it looks like they had pictures of ammo. But I don't see a gun that takes ammo other than the BB gun, which doesn't take, like, bullets, Bullets. which is what they were showing the picture of.
1: And he has two vests.
2: Yeah. Weird. (laughs) Interesting. So strange.
1: They were alerted when he parked on the west side of the Capitol building. It's like...
2: Oh, this is why it's headlines, because he was at the Capitol.
1: Yep, at the Capitol.
2: Oh, of course, go figure. I must have Did I not
1: 40. say that? Yeah, totally. At the Capitol.
2: Oh, false, I think it was in the headline, actually, yeah.
1: False flag, false flag. This is weird. Um,
2: it's just more to ramp up gun control legislation.
1: Yeah, know. but BB gun. You know what? <laughs> you know what? This makes me like go into my conspiratorial mind and think they hypnotized him but he for some reason got a fake gun instead of a real gun and they're like oh well close enough let's run run the story
2: (laughs) right they're like somebody was like it's a BB gun and they're like just run with it maybe people won't
1: know (laughs) that's right capitalized gun lowercase BB Run with this. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> I, you know, I just... Uh,
1: Here we go, people.
2: Oh, so Square Body Chevy says those are AR mags. I don't know. I couldn't tell if he can. That's great.
1: Oh, my gosh. It, uh, yeah. it definitely
2: mean. won't fit in that BB gun pistol, I can tell you. <laughs> right.
1: So weird let's move on here yep. gun, dun, dun, dun. Uh, okay
2: all right chile's new socialist president gabrielle boric vows armed violence will not be tolerated and calls for a total ban on gun ownership
1: yeah and today he's going to meet with communist prime minister trudeau in canada
2: Oh, imagine that.
1: They're like, hey.
2: And I think our our communist dictator that's in charge of our country just met with some socialist who, maybe him? No.
1: No, it was New Zealand.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. New Zealand on gun
1: confiscation. Yeah, all the commies are sharing ideas. We need advice. Hey, I know you guys totally are ready to um, kill all your people because you have their guns, and we want to know how to do that, too.
2: Right, yeah the only reason the government wants to disarm its population is because they plan on doing something that they would get shot over
1: that makes sense honestly <laughs> and historically that is true um so you guys the gun controls heavy let's move on yeah worldwide
2: ah. oh yes
1: for sure uh andrea want to take this as well
2: the arizona ag prosecutes ballot harvesters as gop state lawmakers push to ban drop boxes which is good unfortunately um the i think it's mark Bronovic that is in arizona is is fighting Mm -hmm. for this yeah their
1: attorney general
2: yep so unfortunately They've made a deal with this gal. She's the one that I think has been in all the pictures and stuff, Guillermina Fuentes. She was a former Democratic mayor of San Luis and a current school board member. She pled guilty to ballot harvesting during the August 2020 primary election. So um, they made a deal with her. They're basically going to knock it down to the lowest felony that they possibly can, which is treated as little more than a misdemeanor. Um, She may serve up to 18 months in prison with time served, credited. Um, She can't hold public office anymore, and she can't vote. And that's pretty much about the extent of what's happening with these people. Mm. Um, And my guess is that she'll be right back at it again come this election series.
1: Organized crime. So until Um.
2: something meaningful happens with this stuff and people are, like, legitimately held accountable... Um, in my opinion, they should be tried for treason.
1: I feel you, the same way. At least, if you
2: mess with an election, yeah. that is a treasonous uh, offense.
1: I think it should be held to a high, high scrutiny, and you know we have the FBI investigating places like public, public places like uh, school board meetings and stuff. This okay. is happening in school board meetings with these crooks, but they're not being held accountable to any extent that is effective, obviously. Otherwise, we wouldn't have this much voter crime, which we know is rampant. We all saw saw 2,000 mules. We all see the elections that are getting stolen always be delayed.
2: Yeah.
1: So... It's like they're investigating. Going on for years. They're investigating good people, and then criminals like this. Are justice systems failing and just giving them light sentences? I bet she won't even get the lowest there. I bet she's gonna be let off on good behavior. Oh, she's awesome! You know she needs to be out before November. So let's just whatever. It's no big deal. She just cheated a little bit. Oh, right. Yeah. Nothing is. I scary,
2: know though. there and people who were at the Capitol on January sixth. Who didn't even go into the Capitol building are still sitting in solitary confinement two years later for exercising their First Amendment right, which is the freedom to assemble. Yeah, you know they're being held as political prisoners, and that's what we're seeing. People are being the people that are being arrested and held are being held as political prisoners because they're opposition to the um, controlling party.
1: Right. And they're taking advantage yeah. of unconstitutional and what, laws and unconstitutional yeah. things that allow them to not provide them with a speedy trial and all this kind of thing, yeah. which actually can be argued that it is constitutional because they've laid out the framework in order to be able to usurp people's rights in that way. And so yeah. far, they've gotten away with all
2: it. they have to do is put it under the Patriot Act and call them a terrorist. And as soon as they do that you all I still, constitutional rights
1: i believe it's unconstitutional and that is unconstitutional. they're operating illegally but unlawfully but um according to probably i think based on um what do they call law where it's based on previous lawsuits President?
3: case law oh yeah based
1: on the current case law i don't think that um anybody's Ruled it unconstitutional or made any headway on that, so we're kind of fucked anyway. Yeah,
2: that's possible.
0: I'm not a lawyer or anything,
1: I would just guess that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a guess. Yep, left wing extremists are planning to storm DC to stop Roe versus Wade from being overturned. I've heard about this.
2: Welcome to the summer of love again, people. Oh my gosh,
1: limousine on fire. Once again, we have to remind our readers that leftists in America, not right-leaning conservatives, are the first ones to resort to violence when they don't get their way. According to The New American, unlike supporters of President Donald Trump, leftists are planning to storm Washington, D.C. if the U.S. Supreme Court follows through and overturns Roe v. Wade, the 1973 landmark ruling that legalized abortion and led to the deaths of tens of millions of unborn babies. Talk about true insurrection. Outlet, uh, Outlet reports... Hashtag shutdown DC plans to block streets near the court in DC as part of the plot to stop justices and their staff from having access to their chambers. Organizers recognize their planned actions fall into illegality and even acknowledge the probability of violent confrontations with the police. The Department of Homeland Security circulated a memo in May that put the Supreme Court on alert of threats. Law enforcement is currently looking at threats from pro-abortion individuals to seek justices and staff at the court building. Gah! Yeah, this is not going to be a fun summer,
2: people.
1: They're going to do this. No questions. They're going to do this. Yeah,
2: you're, and they're pushing for gun control hardcore. And so they are going to, you're going to keep seeing the mass shootings. In my opinion, I think it's going to keep happening. Well, these... It's almost going to be a daily event. Because I over the course of the weekend there were three or four more, there was another shooting at another hospital. I think this one was in North Carolina.
1: Yeah. And at this point, I'm kind of like, seeing these come out over the weekend and I'm telling myself I don't I, I think we talked about this last week too. I don't want to cover every single shooting. There's a shooting every freaking second. You know what I'm going to do though? I'm going to have one long discussion probably with Andrea one day where we look at the statistics and mm-hmm. can reflect on what the hell is going on. We all know it's happening, we all see it. But um yeah. I think that's I mean, a good we way. Can, to we out we,
2: we can start not that I plan on doing this, but Theoretically, we could keep a chart, and I guarantee you, you're going to see some kind of mass shooting of some sort multiple times a week. I wouldn't say every day necessarily, but at least two or three times a week. Yeah, it it probably is because that's what we've been seeing. Like it seems like every every single day day in the news cycle is another another mass shooting, and it's
1: they definitely happen everywhere. If um, you if
2: you look at the The level of mental illness that's currently in our country right now, a lot of it's coming from that. These people are mentally ill and they're being targeted um, and used as a pawn in a game.
1: Definitely. And it's part of the plan, the evil plan. The fucked up thing about that, too, is it's not recognized as mental illness, by most doctors and by most psychiatrists it's perpetuated it's encouraged because it's so integrated into society that the psychiatrists are fucking mental everybody's fucking mental and it's from the top down it's fucked up so you can't you know you say oh you're mentally ill and someone will tell you oh well you're wrong Uh, uh." it's like no no fuck ah.
2: And most of our universities are infiltrated and they're, you know, the psychiatrists and the doctors and even the medical doctors are completely indoctrinated into a belief system. So there's nothing based on actual science anymore. They're told um, what to think. They're told what to believe. They're, you know, and that's what it is. There's no, our education system does not promote um, critical critical thinking thinking. or or, or independent thinking for that matter. It's all group think, you know, and if you don't agree with the group, you're ostracized and you're put down. Bullied. And that's why, you know, a lot of these doctors, that's why you don't see very many doctors. I mean, you do see more and more starting to come out. And talk about this, but for the most part, like even my doctor who I believe to be conservative, I haven't seen him for you know well over a year because I refused to go to the doctor, uh-huh. um, is most likely at this point in time vaccinated. Huh. He was an anti-masker, he he wore a mask because he had to, to keep his job, right? But people like that, they didn't stand up, they didn't fight for their rights, they didn't do any of this. And now he was probably forced into taking a jab that he didn't want, still doesn't want, probably knows it's going to kill him, is encouraging people to take it because that's the policy that the hospital says that he has to do, and is injecting all kinds of people with something that he knows is going to kill him.
1: Yeah, and that's so fucked so up. they're too afraid up. to speak out. They're too afraid to speak out. That's the problem. If everybody would have spoke out at the same time who knew it was wrong, we probably would be in a... A little bit of a different spot we are today. Instead, a few people stood up and said, "Fuck you! I'm never wearing a mask. Fuck you! I'm not doing anything medical in order to maintain my position that isn't previously contractually required. And that the, you know we, this is all bullshit. Look at the facts. Fuck you! You know what? Those people got fucked, lost their jobs, and none of them have been compensated or anything. A lot of them couldn't even get uh, unemployment."
2: Right, And they've been completely ostracized from the medical field.
1: And other people are just complying. I have an unpopular opinion about that um, amongst some. And that is that if you're complying, if you're complicit, if you're giving somebody these jabs just because I need a paycheck, that is not moral. That's disgusting to me. I think that is... That is you're basically just following Nazi orders just like or yeah. you know, you're uh,
2: You're killing people because you were told to.
1: Yeah, and that is not ethical at all. As a matter of fact, it's almost as bad as the as bad as it gets. So okay. I don't know how people just rolled over and said, Oh well, you know, my life's gonna be really hard if I don't kill these people, so I'm just gonna go along with it. Fuck you. No way. I'd rather be poor, I'd rather be homeless, I'd rather just have nothing then then yep. go against humanity Ugh, exactly it disgusts me
2: yep 100 percent. i agree completely agree.
1: i would just yeah i would just be like okay well i guess i don't have anything anymore that's fine right <laughs> <laughs> at least i'm not gonna you know uh <laughs> but anyway so
2: moving on yeah, does sorry. everybody remember our ministry of truth I'm sure we all do, right? Well, a new government position in Connecticut will pay someone $150,000 a year to censor misinformation and false posts from social media. Way to go, Connecticut. I mean, come mm. on. Wow. Um, this is tyrannical. This is Orwellian. 150000
1: a year for that?
2: Okay. $150,000 a year. This is an attempt at plugging the leak of truthful information online. The government of Connecticut has created a new ministry of truth bureaucratic position to scour social media for for misinformation according to reports the job will pay 150 thousand per year and its entire purpose is to purge the internet of anything the government deems as false so my question is are they planning on doing this across state lines or just in connecticut That's because how thing. do they have jurisdiction over what gets posted on social media in montana
1: Maybe they're just going to be an isolationist state like North Korea. (laughs) (laughs) So it goes on to
2: say the New York Times reported that whoever gets hired into the slot will be tasked with flagging memes, emerging narratives, and other content that has the potential to go viral. Part of the job disposition is to specifically target so-called alt-tech platforms such as Getter and Rumble. So, they're they're ramping this up, you know.
1: They're suppressing the truth. Um,
2: So it says California, Colorado, Idaho, and many other states are also spending taxpayer money to police the internet. Uh, Connecticut's not alone. Colorado has theirs is called Rapid Response Election Security Cyber Unit. Hmm, that's not suspicious.
1: Election security.
2: Yep, that's what it says. It's
1: because they're cheating. They're fucking cheaters. This is unconstitutional, by the way. This is a First Amendment violation.
2: Uh, oh, oh, and look, Arizona is on this list. In addition to these flagging and censorship efforts, Colorado, Oregon, Idaho, and Arizona will also be spending millions of dollars on ad campaigns that push accurate election information.
1: <laughs> this is all moves for the upcoming election. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, clearly. Yeah,
2: I mean, honestly, at this point in the game, I I would say that I am 95% convinced Mm -hmm. that despite how big this red wave really is, it is not ever going to be allowed to exist. It is going to be stolen. It's going to be visible. They're going to say it's misinformation, Mm -hmm. and they're going to start doing what these third world countries are doing, which is jailing political opposition. I'd I almost put money on it. Yeah. Uh, because nothing, everybody, you know, and people out there probably say, well, it's unconstitutional. The yeah. constitution yeah. is only as good as the people who stand behind the constitution. And right now, nobody is standing behind the constitution. It is nothing more at this point than a piece of paper with words written on it. It's locked up in a
1: museum. You want to know, there's one person I have some faith in. You want to know who that is? And that maybe, you know, you guys let me know if I'm dumb in the comments. Or, Andrea, you could tell me what you think right now.
3: Um,
1: <laughs> Paul Gosar. I think. In New York? Paul Gosar?
2: I think between what him and maybe Kennedy. I forget. Um, well,
1: I forget he's in state. New York
2: i don't think so yes no yes <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yes
1: okay you seem very confident I'm, i'll I'm, take your word for it um i thought he was from like arizona oh
2: no you're right arizona yeah. i must be thinking who am i thinking of I thought there was another ghost or Maybe it's
1: somebody that's very close to that. I'm, I'm really not. sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I, was like, wait,
2: what? I can admit when I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. It happens.
1: It happens. But yeah, nobody's upholding to your, back to your point. Nobody's standing up for this. You're right. The constitution's just a glorified piece of parchment at this point. That's just disregarded,
2: overridden
1: un- yeah. unconstitutionally
2: the people that we have elected in office even the good ones that um, are out there
1: fake elected
2: yeah fake elected um even the good ones that are out there that are fighting for the constitution they're getting completely overrun by and because it's gone to the point where it's gone too far we should have done something about this
1: 100 years ago
2: well, yeah, we should have done something about it
1: hundred years ago. But I, even
2: more recently, yeah, we should have, you know, something more should have been done about this at the very least while Trump was in office, right? Mm-hmm. Like we we should have put our energy and our efforts into identifying this, really pushing it, doing something while we had um, a president and a Congress that was majority Republican. But the problem is, is the majority of Republicans, even in our Congress, are establishments and 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 are dirty.
1: And Um, they're terrorists. They're literally pushing terrorism, training terrorists, promoting division. So anything that they would do would have ramifications. You -hmm. know what I mean? They were under this. If you do that, something's going to happen. I, you know what? This is total speculation on my part, but it's not that far from, I think reality at all.
2: The truth is, is that my generation and the generation that's before me. So my generation and my parents' generation have allowed it to get to this point. We became so complacent and lazy that we just, Oh, well they're, they're in there. They're doing stuff. We'll just let them keep doing it. You know, why get somebody new in there? Um, and this is the problem that we've caused, unfortunately, because of our laziness and our complacency and our unwillingness. You know, I, people are creatures of habit. People don't like change, and so we're true. like, "Why change it?" We stopped. We stopped requiring accountability from our government.
1: We stopped getting involved.
2: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we had a lot of stuff to get through.
1: Uh oh. <laughs> uh, representative raskin wants the january 6th committee to recommend abolishing electoral college
2: of course they do because it makes it easier for them to steal elections this way yeah they want to go off of a popular vote and the, so yeah. they can
1: say ee. protect democracy by getting rid of the republic fuck you we're keeping the electoral college no matter what anybody does these people are commies that's all yep moving on
2: so, just in, Trump's former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, has been ordered to appear in a Spanish court to explain a possible U.S. government plot to kidnap and assassinate WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Isn't that I don't something... know how this benefits um, Trump. It's weird, huh? It is weird. Like
1: I, was, I, I just love to see
2: what happens with exactly,
1: it. Exactly, yeah. Very it's odd. odd, though very odd that this comes into the mainstream Mm -hmm. uh good luck julian assange russian president vladimir putin and the new u.s ambassador to russia john sullivan attend a ceremony for newly appointed foreign ambassadors to russia at the kremlin in moscow russia on february 5th
3: don't close the
1: embassy u.s ambassador tells russia
2: So basically, Russia is threatening to close the U.S. embassy that's in Moscow. And the U.S. is like, please don't do that. Oh,
1: fuck. All right.
2: And the next story kind of, I think, maybe tells you why Russia wants to close the U.S. So why is that? Russia is transitioning from special operation in Ukraine to taking aim at all of NATO and sweeping demilitarization move. Uh, So it says the United States is flooding Ukraine with so many weapons that Russia has announced that it must take a more global approach to its special operation in Ukraine. Instead of just dealing with the globalist problem in that country, Russia quickly realizes that all of NATO is its enemy. The axis of evil is much greater than just Ukraine's puppet government is a simple way of putting it. I have some unpleasant news that Olga Skabiva on the Russian state TV program, 60 Minutes, even though we are methodically destroying the weapons that are being delivered to Ukraine. So all those weapons that we're sending over there are being systematically destroyed. The quantities in which the United States are sending them force us to come up with some global conclusions. Perhaps it's time to acknowledge that maybe Russia's special operation in Ukraine has come to an end in a sense that a real war has started, World War III. She added, we're forced to conduct the demilitarization not only of Ukraine, but the entire NATO alliance. Wow. These are big words, but ones that have been written on the wall for quite some time now. And this is what we've been saying all along. Um, So I think we're starting to see the beginning of escalation here.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: I I wouldn't be surprised if... um, we don't get too far into summer and things have severely escalated to that point. I agree. But I think that's why they're planning on closing the embassy, the U S embassy in Russia is because it's headed in that direction.
1: Agreed. Uh, South Korea fired eight ballistic missiles and rare mirror response to North. So South Korea fired eight ballistic missiles. Um, mm-hmm. They launched because, into okay. the Sea Monday in a show of force matching a North Korean missile display a day earlier. So, just show of force there.
2: Yeah, so North Korea is launching missiles. South Korea, along with the U.S., is launch, launching missiles right back. Yep. War Games That's all it is. Yep. And then, is this the stupidest thing the UN has ever done? Listen to this, Vince. Last week, North Korea assumed control as their chair of the United Nations Conference on Disarmament, the UN forum for negotiating multilateral disarmament efforts across the globe. It's the latest in a string of questionable moves the UN has taken in putting nation officials in contradictory positions. North Korea officially took over the UN disarmament conference on Monday. According to NK News, the U.N. move quickly drew criticism from non-governmental organizations that noted North Korea's major nuclear weapons development efforts in recent months. So here they are firing ballistics missiles and creating nuclear weapons, and they're put in charge of the disarmament of the U.N. It, It is Thing that I've ever heard, and so it makes me wonder: like, who's making these decisions? And is, are is what we're seeing the different heads of the Hydra fighting each other? And maybe that's why, because it it doesn't make any sense, right? What it
3: really
2: doesn't make any sense.
1: This is yeah, this is weird. Uh, North Korea has temporarily taken over as head of a top nuclear disarm disarmament forum as the united nations
2: yeah while they're developing nuclear warheads it's like but you're gonna put them in charge of nuclear disarmament
1: i mean (laughs) makes just as much sense as the u.s being ahead of it or
2: well right but it's like you're gonna like they're actively building this stuff they're not quiet about it they're testing it and
1: let's put them in charge of this it. is wonderland this is Wonderland. it really is what the hell how does that even happen it's so this is weird this is a really weird <laughs> one i i don't i don't <laughs> get really it weird. i'd love to get josh's thoughts on that one <laughs> What the right hell? i
2: was like i just looked at that and i was like i don't know the only thing that i can think is that You've got different heads of the Hydra fighting each other, and they think that they're. I, I don't know. Even that to me doesn't really make any sense. Like, none of it makes any sense. Why would you put North Korea in charge of anything? Like, really, I wouldn't put them in charge of handing out hot dogs. Right. This ain't fair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, At least 40 people have been killed and hundreds injured after a large fire at a container depot in Southern Bangladesh triggered a suspected chemical explosion. This is Bangladesh. This is happening all over everybody, not just the United States. I wanted to mention this, that um, it actually has killed at least 49 people, including six firefighters. Um, It was a container of hydrogen peroxide chemical that spread to other containers and so it's a chemical plant fire, 49 people died, more than 300 people injured, the death toll could rise as we go forward. This is a big they're, chemical plant. Also, They're
2: literally setting the world on fire.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, I thought I had ones on Russia too, but I guess um, not. they Oh yeah, here.
2: oh yeah is ukraine conducting a sabotage campaign inside russia
1: yep so this is an article basically going over all of the fires in russia as well a deadly fire at an aerospace research institute in moscow a blaze at a munitions factory in perm uh and fires in two separate oil depots in briansk near belarus belarus What's- um and they're talking about all these fires are suspected of being some kind of operation against Russia to target their infrastructure, just like we're seeing everywhere else, including the, our, in the United States, Yep. our backyards.
2: Yeah, and that's exactly what we're seeing. We're seeing attacks on infrastructure all over the world. It's not just here. It's not just in Russia. It's not Ukraine. It's in Germany. <clears throat> it's in Europe, all, all of your European nations and stuff like that. Um, whether it's cyber attacks or fires, or <clears throat> you're seeing major infrastructure attacks everywhere. And it's because they want the whole entire system to collapse. Yeah. It's not just about collapsing the US, even though that's a big one. It's about it collapsing the entire world because you got to remember what they want is a global system. They can't have a global system with independent sovereign nations. Right. So they have to tear the whole entire thing down, which means, and I don't necessarily mean this literally, but they basically have to burn the world down. Yeah. And, you know, and unfortunately some of that involves actually literally burning things down.
1: Yeah, and I think they utilize radicals a lot of times infiltrated into all these societies. Russia is a lot like the U.S. in the way that I think there are a lot of brainwashed, radical people that are anti Russia, at least brainwashed and radical. From those viewpoint of the kremlin is okay i'm not pro-russia or anything but i think there are a lot of anti-russia people there not probably not majority but i think they're infiltrated just as much as china's infiltrated just as much as the u.s is infiltrated and everywhere else every country in the world is so freaking infiltrated it's the part of the mass psychosis that is being utilized worldwide that we see and that's how they push a lot of this stuff it's it's really quite genius and and gross. It's
2: diabolical.
1: Yeah, but I think that's how they're doing it, and i it's everywhere. I thought that was an interesting article. Uh, just like this one, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but we'll publish it in our recap. 10 tricks Russia uses to evade sanctions. We look at Russia, they're doing <laughs> great. They're ruble strong, all this stuff. They easily get around well, then- these sanctions.
2: Oh, they've bypassed just about every sanction that we've put on them. And we're the ones that are paying for it. So it's not surprising.
3: Yeah, they
1: have all these loopholes. Ten of them are listed here in detail on how it works. And the very last one, of course. Um, yeah. One thing oh, I thought they mentioned, maybe I'm tripping out, but I thought they mentioned Bitcoin in here.
2: Oh, probably they do.
1: Yeah. They definitely talk about alternative payment alternative systems. Payment system. yeah. yeah, oh, cryptocurrency exchanges are still operational in Russia. Yeah, so ten tricks they use. It's as simple as things like selling to countries that aren't sanctioned and then those countries yeah. selling the oil for Russia, like India is doing. Yep. So, and guess who's buying it? European countries. You think they don't know this? It's like, no, of course they do. It's all just political bullshit games. So, it is. Ah. It's stupid.
2: Global games. All right. Shh! You're not supposed to say that. At Matt Walsh blog completely dismantles the left's gender ideology. Almost all of it. It's a fad. The whole theory breaks down. So it's like there's a video. Oh, yeah. I don't
1: know. It's a cool. it? Do you want to watch it? It's up to you. I could explain it, but
2: yeah, we can watch it. It's only a minute forty-nine.
1: All right, let's watch it. All
2: right.
1: It's pretty damn good. Uh, hold on, let me
3: make sure I give you uh, sound. Yeah, that's really good. Or a woman, or how much of it is a fad? And are we even allowed to say that? I think, uh, I think almost all of it is a fad. If you, there, there's a very small minority of people who, even apart from any fad and any of this being suggested to them, would have some... Confusion, some delusions about their true identity. And if you want to know what percentage that would be, we'll just look at the generations before any of this was promoted or suggested or advertised. And if you go back to like our grandparents' generation, it's like point something percent that would have identified as trans. That's the number. That's the number of people who well, have the mental. Condition and and the rest of this is societal do I don't mean interrupt But just to say because I'm sure a lot of you receive that counter argument Well, they'll say oh, no, but they weren't comfortable coming out back then so the environment is different I'm, I'm sorry to interject, but I'm sure a lot of you've heard that argument. How do we respond to that? Well, what do they always say they say that um, if you don't affirm? Somebody is trans then they're gonna kill themselves. You're creating suicide, right? Have all heard that a million times? Okay? Well, hold on a second so back in uh, 1950, let's say, there's 0.01% identifying as trans, but in reality there's like 10% trans, and they're, but they're not being affirmed. Was there an epidemic of people killing themselves in 1950 because they weren't being affirmed as trans? Did that happen like at all? Ever? So so it, it, that's my response. It just the whole theory breaks down. According to them, if that's true, that in 1950 there were 10% trans, but they weren't being affirmed then there should have been a mass suicide epidemic. That didn't happen. The mass suicide epidemic is now. The mass suicide epidemic is alongside the affirmation. That's, that's what's causing the suicide. And so it's the exact opposite of what they're saying. Yes. And so. What do you think about 100%. that? It's Ooh, true.
1: Can't argue that. And,
2: well, <laughs> and the thing about it is, is that people that suffer from mental illnesses that are left untreated, will typically resort to solutions like suicide that's the bottom line
3: yeah when
2: you have a mentally ill person that is not on medication um is not seeking help they're alone problems become yeah and they're alone um that's usually unfortunately what happens is they become unable to deal with the uh to deal with their mental illness yeah. And unfortunately suicide is a result of that
1: yeah and a lot of people wake up a lot of people wake up out of their trance and have ruined their lives so much because of this crazy mental ideology where they chop their tits off or whatever that their lives are completely ruined forever and here they are waking up realizing they made a huge mistake you know what I mean? That most of them it do too. and
2: the problem is is that they suppress that information to a point where you can't find it almost but there are books that have been written by by people who are trans who decided that they were going to transition back to what their natural born gender was and that worked through their mental illness yeah. and were a survivor of this indoctrinate and they and they will tell you they were indoctrinated into believing that they were this way, and it was the worst mistake they ever made, and that they're going to um, suffer the lifelong effects of that of that choice.
1: Yeah, and then they say, oh well, just you know, take the other hormones now and you'll be fine. It's like, no, no. they're like you know, get fake boobs. No, it's not. You guys don't understand. I want my normal regular breast back and i'll never have that i've heard i read some things people are saying it. it's absolute, well, and it's absolutely it's heartbreaking so
2: a lot of what they're doing to men too that want to transition to become women is called chemical castration
1: oh god
2: um you get to a point taking those kind of chemicals that that do that kind of stuff there's no reversing it like sterile. it's a permanent change
0: you're sterile
2: you're unable to perform um it's it's a terrible thing you've destroyed somebody's life over something like this because you've and there were a couple of stories that i saw over the weekend
1: where i saw one too actually oddly enough uh,
2: i may have you may have shared it on your twitter and that's maybe where i saw it um maybe of this little boy that was like i don't understand why i have to do this i don't want these shots and the parents are like, you're a trans, and you told us you were trans, and we're gonna make you do it. And I'm thinking to myself...
1: It's for your own good.
2: I'm like, these people should be in jail.
3: Yeah, for that... For
2: forcing this on their child. That's a child abuse.
1: You told us you were a girl, Stephen. I'm, li- I'm
2: like...
1: What the fuck? Jesus. I... Anyway. We're
2: gonna move on from that, because
1: it yeah, just needs I, to be... I, I... Yeah, I hate this topic. Yeah. Um, it's very frustrating. Yep. So of we've got
2: course. two new studies show link between incurable degenerative brain disease and the experimental COVID-19 vaccine. I like that this is finally getting to more mainstream publications like the Gateway Pundit. Um. It's just, I mean, it, the headline pretty much says it all.
3: Yep, we see
2: it's it. stuff that we've already kind of known. There's studies out about it. Um, my, I guess my point was that it is becoming, and it is. It's incurable. There's nothing that can be done about it. The Epic Times is reporting on it. Um, I believe that's what I saw. In here. Cool. Yeah,
3: oh,
1: time. too late. We're. F- yeah it's way too late but it's good I guess in a way everybody's disregarding this harsh truth especially those who are vaccinated they don't want to hear it Um, well
2: and honestly you know at this point and here's, here's my whole thought process at this point I'm sorry if you're triple jabbed or quadruple jabbed and you're buying into this whole you've bought into this whole narrative right at this point does it really even matter if they accept the truth I think so Maybe I I don't, and the reason I say that is because they're pretty much consigned to a certain fate. I mean, maybe that's a broad statement.
1: Follow, uh, I'm catching your, I'm seeing what you're saying, but
2: and and maybe at some point uh, there will be some way of reversing this, but you've got to get the medical community on your side first and they're
1: not i think that they should wake up and it would be good because they could help fight for the truth and for what's right rather than just live in this fantasy world everything's okay and then have a freaking blood clot take them out in five years or whatever but some of these people albeit probably not a lot but some of them may live to be old to live long lives
2: it's possible, but and you know, a lot of I, them, I think
1: worse hearing it, probably won't.
2: I do think I so I do agree with the fact that if people wake up to what's actually going on and they admit that they've been genocided, um, they can start looking into ways of rever possibly reversing that. Yeah. Um. If you have because not everybody is getting these incurable diseases, right? Degenerative diseases. it's affecting different people differently so i do see that but i think for some of these people Mm -hmm. their fate is decided you know and and that's sad to say um but for some for some of these people unfortunately it's going to be irreversible
1: i mean a lot of people have already passed away too right and it's too late for those people
2: and people still nice. aren't waking up. They're still not questioning it. They're like, oh, and did you hear about the new thing that they have now?
1: Uh, it's called what? sudden
2: adult death syndrome. So we've got yeah. SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome. but now we've got SADS, sudden adult. Sudden so death. it's basically a way of explaining people who are dying unexplainably from the jabs that yeah. they don't want to contribute to the jabs. They're oh, it's SADS. Kind of like SIDS. Yeah. So then you're like, what's hmm. next?
1: Shaken adult syndrome?
2: Right, right. <laughs> I just, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of have to go. If you needed proof that SIDS was really an adverse reaction to a vaccine,
3: there look it at, is. Look at these
1: new diseases that are coming up all of a sudden. That, yeah. yeah. That. Look at all your sort
2: of... autoimmune diseases and everything. Oh my
1: god. All right, got one more on health. you want to take it? Sure. Please, please.
2: Cancer trial using monoclonal antibody finds remission in every... Wow.
1: Patient.
2: This was pretty cool, I will admit. So we're going to end on a good note. <laughs> monoclonal antibodies um, don't only work for just COVID, but apparently they um, also work for cancer. Um, they've con- seen a complete remission. It says... Um, Doctors have been unable to see any evidence of tumors among the patients when using magnetic resonance imaging, I'm going to butcher this word, so forgive me, flutiozyglucose F18 injections, physical examinations, or via endoscopic evaluations, according to researchers. Furthermore, the patients continue to show no signs of cancer during follow-ups ranging from six to 25 months and have not had to undergo surgery or receive radiation and chemotherapy. No adverse events of grade three or higher have been reported. I don't know what their grading system is for adverse events. So if, you know, we've got a nurse or a doctor or somebody that wants to weigh in on that or somebody just has general knowledge of it.
1: Um, I, I just, I, my understanding is that amazing. it's low risk.
2: That That's my understanding, too, is that there's not a lot of risk to this and stuff. But to have 100% success rate
1: 100%. and no
2: remission, that's incredible.
1: We cure now, cancer. The, the,
2: the sucky part about this yeah. is that these injections, according to drugs.com, the cost of Gemperly, which is the drug, the drug name, Intravenous Solutions is around $11,201 for supply of 10 milliliters.
1: And your insurance is not going to cover these treatments.
2: I don't know if they will or not.
1: Most people's Mo- insurance.
2: It's hard to say. Um,
1: I don't, monoclonal antibodies are covered. I seem to doubt it. Monoclonal but... antibodies generally are not covered. The people who are getting these are usually paying out of pocket.
2: But I'll tell you what, I would rather spend $11,000 well, on I could be wrong. monoclonal antibodies. I, I just don't know. So I can't, I could argue with you on that if I wanted to.
1: Yeah. Chat um, too. Please let me know. I might be wrong here.
2: I would rather spend $11,000 on yeah. a monoclonal antibody treatment. Yeah. Than I would chemotherapy because you're talking about for oh, chemo yeah. and radiation and all of that. You're talking, depending on the cancer, potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars. (laughs) To die. To die. Yeah. To eject poison into your body.
1: I hear you. This is cancer. We could cure cancer. Everyone knows.
2: There's been cures for cancer out there for a long time. The problem is is they suppress it and they kill the people that come up with the cures. I think I read somewhere that there's actually been a cure for cancer since like 1973.
1: Yeah, or that cancer didn't even exist and that it was a manufactured true, disease yeah. just like all these other ones. I Conspiracy. Blessed. They don't want you driving your water powered car to get rid of your cancer, all right? That's not <laughs> in right? their planned future of destruction yeah. and chaos and fire. Yeah. Um, but hopefully it is in the future we're bringing forward because we have other plans. We want a better future for everybody, not just a handful of elite people who think they own this planet. No. I don't think so.
2: Just remember, here's my words of wisdom for the day. Where intention goes, energy flows.
1: Joshua Reed. Be
2: be the change. (laughs) Be the change that you want to see in the world.
1: Gandhi. I'm full of wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, Andrea, thank you so much. So much happening. You guys, this Global conspiracy is real. This shit's happening. Um, things are going to get worse before they get worse. Is one I heard somebody say this, and I actually I love that. Things are going to get
2: worse before they get worse.
1: <laughs> they are. That's
2: like my piece of advice to all the children out there. Don't hide candy wrappers under the couch. It's going to oh. piss your mom off.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. My mom would kill me. Um, <laughs> things are going to get worse before they get worse, meaning things are going to get worse, and then they're going to get worse, I think. So please prepare. As you guys know, one of our sponsors is my Patriot supply. They have long-term and short-term food storage. They have water filtration solutions. The Alexa Pure. uh, check them out. It helps support our show and everything that we do here at the red Pull project. All of our shows, in fact, and, uh, we greatly appreciate it. So I would, if I was had, if I had a nest egg set aside for investing in something for survival, I would focus on water first after I have shelter and everything handled, focus on water first and then I'd focus on food. The best way to have water long-term is to have a solution for filtering your water. Okay. So check those out. You guys check out the long-term food storage options as well at redpills.tv slash Patriot. If you use that link, then we will be notified that we are credited with that purchase redpills.tv slash Patriot. And that will take you to uh, my Patriot supply. Um they have deals going on always so check them out. If you can't afford to buy, you know, 6 months worth of food or a year worth of food, uh they have other solutions too. Check it out. But if you can't afford such a big package or this water filtration, make sure you're taking time out of your day every day to prepare for the worst, even yeah. if it, you know, just just have some water. Learn how to
2: make a water filter.
1: Learn how to make a water filter, learn how to I don't know, buy some extra cans of food. Uh, on sale when you can all this kind of stuff is going to put you at you're going to have an edge over a majority of people and you could get through this and we could be fine scarcity is real worldwide we're having food shortages it's probably going to start showing a lot of people are saying in the next couple months so prepare now buy a little bit of extra flour or a lot buy beans rice whatever you could do do it and if you can redpills.tv slash patriot has these solutions for you ready to go so check it out and help support us that way um andrea do you have anything final for the people the wonderful people over there or are you got you had your quotes but i just wanted I to
2: my
1: quotes go back <laughs> over real quick
2: those are my words of wisdom for the just, day just other than that enjoy your week
1: Thank you, Andrea. I just didn't want to leave you hanging. If you had something, oh. <laughs> um, I
2: didn't.
1: It's Monday, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Morning Coffee. We'll be back again tonight. Joshua Reed will go live with the Daily Dose, the unfolding global conspiracy, everything that's happening. He's going to go deep, and uh, he'll be here to share everything with you tonight. And then right back to it the following morning, day and night, day and night, day and night. We're covering it hit? all.
2: Keep hitting
1: it we're not missing anything yeah and then um yeah and we'll just carry on throughout our week you guys so this is monday june 6th 2022 d-day by the way uh i don't know i forgot to mention that but it is d-day so uh world war ii remembrance of uh world war ii ending right and sure
2: i don't know right off the top of my head i always have to look it up every year to be honest, i yeah. not.
1: So let's, I mean, maybe we could do something special for that. I'll be maybe finding some good article or something to share. Thank um, so thank you, everybody.
3: Take care. We'll be back soon. Have a great day. Peace. Bye,